Hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon, a Digital One Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm Kit Kat. And this week, the episode of Quarters, because it's 25. There you go. Yeah, episode, uh, the episode from season two is called Spirit Needle, Akilamon, the Night of the Sky. Yep. Do you want to uh, recap this one? No. All right. Well, I will do it then. Uh, I feel like you. We do this every week, and the answer is always the same. <laughs> All right. Well, I will stop asking then. I mean, you um, don't have to. I'm just pointing it out. I'm just explaining <laughs> the joke. Good. Good job. This week, what happened was. Um, Davis is trying to convince everyone that they should have Ken join their team, but everybody's like, F no. And then um, Mimi's in the digital world by herself uh, making a fire out of small white Digimon, maybe? I'm not sure what she was doing. And uh, Palmon witnesses that witch thing... um, turning one of the spires into a Digimon, which then goes and attacks the dam, and they stop them, uh, which involves them realizing that Ken wasn't actually killing Digimon, he was killing spire creatures, and then everyone goes home happy. Yeah, that's about what happens. That's a high level. Yes. Um... I think this episode's actually good. Yeah, this was a pretty good episode. Um Like I don't know I don't know how we went from the f- the fucking one episode with with Davis and and V-Man to to this, but this one's this one's good. Although I'm I'm curious because it's so um, Vimon digivolves when he's afraid he's gonna die. Armadillamon digivolves when he's afraid he's gonna die, I guess. And then Hawkmon digivolves when Yoli is sorry. Um, I'm going to, um, all right. Vimon evolves when Davis is courage. Oh, no, sorry. Okay, yes. Same thing, really. Like, (laughs) crust of courage equals crust of stupid. That's fine. Um, Cody evolves when when he's reliable. Because he was continuing to work when no one else was? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. Um, he was and like, then, y'all figure that shit out. I'm gonna keep digging this hole. I have a strange obsession with holes now. This is my this is my no prize explanation for this. And then, so Yoli digivolves when, when she is sincere. Well, Yoli doesn't digivolve. Whatever. Yoli causes digivolution when she is sincere. Did the other two... I don't think their digivices, like, lit up like that, though. 
I think they did. Um, maybe I just didn't remember. It seemed extra special when it happened to Yoli. I don't know. Mm. The weird, like, lifting Hawkmon from, like, the ground out of nowhere and, like, that was kind of weird and new. Yes. But, uh, so I don't know how we got here from, from Davis Cries Wolfman, but Davis has, like, a character in this episode and, like, traits to that character and they're not bad. Yeah. That was interesting. Davis, like actually thinks Ken is good and then keeps trying to sort of convince everyone and doesn't do his usual thing of being an asshole. He kind of like goes around and he's like, well, what do you think? And people are like, no. And he's like, okay, but I still think that we should give him a chance. It's really weird. Uh, like, yeah. he just doesn't match up with previous Davis. Not really, although on the other hand, like, he's not trying to, to like, compete for Kari's attention, so maybe that's why he can be a decent human being. So you're saying he has a one-track mind, and he can only have one thing at a time going on? I mean, more or less, yeah. So, like, he doesn't even really try to flirt with Kari when they're... Uh, quote, dressed up like salt and pepper shakers, unquote, which I thought was hilarious. But uh, when they're on lunch duty, basically. And it's just him and her, and normally he would be, like, trying to get that. And instead he's like, hey, what about Ken? Yeah, that's that's a point, man. I'm sad that this is the the non-normal for for Davis and not the normal. I mean, they just need to have him fixed and then it wouldn't be a problem. I don't think that's how that works. I mean, if you fixed him, if you got I, him fixed... I don't want to have this conversation right now. <laughs> can, can we not have this conversation? Alright, we'll, we'll put a pin in it. <sighs> Um, there, so Ken meets up, excuse me, other way around, Davis meets up with Ken and he says, you know, you should just come and apologize, basically. I'm sure everyone will understand. I don't think that's true, Davis. <laughs> I mean, there'd sure. be like, be like, all right, so this time I had a brother and then, and then a Digivice came out, but then I used it and not him. And then I had this adventure that happened off-screen in a video game that no one knows about. And then I got infected with a dark spore. And then my brother died. And then something with a dark ocean happened. Like, I don't think it would just work out too well. Um, maybe not. But I also have a theory that everyone was such dicks to Ken that he's seeing, excuse me, dicks to Davis in that Wolfman episode that he is used to that and that's his normal so he sees Ken as potentially a better person than the others because he's used to putting up with more crap from people oh wow that's wow 
Wow, these kids are shits. Yeah. Wow. So, Yoli, if you're mad that Davis wants to let Ken in, it's your fault. I mean, to be fair, before that, it was uh, Kari's and TK's fault, and then it was Cody's fault. Yuli was last on that list to be the fault of. Death. Yeah. Yeah, and then her siblings think that she's talking about a boyfriend, which I guess is foreshadowing. Yes. Also. I was still shocked that this was like a scene. It's like characters are talking about feelings with their families. She even says my feelings. I, man, I don't remember that part, but I'm, I'm guess I'm glad that's there. Yeah, she says something about oh my feelings. Like oh, okay, All right. You have those normally? Question. Well, I mean, in this show, they're pretty rare. Yeah, apparently. Um, so that was interesting. I don't know, like, there was, like, weird, like, character beats, possibly even development? I feel like they tried to make it feel like development, but it did not feel like development. Not really to me, anyway. I don't know, like, I think if there was any, it was for Yoli, when maybe maybe should have been for Davis? Yeah, yeah, they fo- they like Davis is gonna do this thing, and that's gonna make Yoli digivolve. Well, not her, but her Digimon. That's right. Be the key to that, you know. I I had a pin in that to talk about that. I can't believe I said that. God damn it. Um, I had a I had a note marked when the whole thing happens because. Depending how you look at it, you could say that because because of Ken, Yoli digivolved. And, like, I, I don't know if that's good. Well, I mean, it's hard to be sincere by yourself. That's true. So, like, I, I thought about it for, for a little bit. I'm like, is this an okay character development beat that happens? And I think I land on the side of yes, because other than, like, the passing with her family, they don't, like, bring up, like, a crush or anything like that. So I think I think it's okay. Okay. Hmm. Do you not agree? I don't not not agree. I just I don't know that that's where I would draw the line. Well, maybe I'm explaining how I'm drawing the line poorly because I think if we re mm, we need the circumstances of Ken though. Mm. You mean I, okay. I don't. I don't think it's a bad writing of female character development for this, because I don't think it falls into the trappings of where it would be bad. Oh, I understand what you're saying. So you're saying that you have a minor concern that she's having her digivolution because of a man. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't see that being a problem. If she was like, oh, I never could have done this without you, you know, that would be a different 
Right. Exactly. Yeah, in the end, I'm like, this is, I think this is okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's, it's not like people can't interact with other people. It's when they, you know, give uh, the seven code directly to someone else after you've had your evolution. I I mean, I don't think that's the best example. They only have one <laughs> iPad. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Like I think I think they're clearly like a group. Like I don't I don't think that's an issue to be honest. Or I guess that did not set off a flag for me. Where this I I I paused for a second. I'm like, "Hmm, am I okay with this?" Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It didn't do that for me. I was just like not a hundred percent convinced about her. This felt like it should have been an episode about Davis, right? Which, yeah, I I agree. Like, like I think it, this would have been better if it was like, you know, Davis goes around and talks to everyone and whatever, and then has the courage to go and talk to Ken. And that sets it off, you know. Davis like, is too dumb to think about needing courage to just go talk to him. He I just guess. he would just do it. It's weird, yeah. It should be about Davis, but it kind of just ends up being about Yoli kind of reaffirming her resolve. Yeah. Um, um we need to get to Cody at some point though soon. I hope that happens. You mean talking about him or you mean the show talking about him. Oh yeah, I'm not sure that's gonna happen, but I know because well, because so when when they go into the forest after Mimi's scream somehow reaches the real world from the yeah, digital world. I, that's the thing that we need to talk about. <laughs> Do we? It happens, and no one has an explanation for it. Also, what happened to her hair? She looks like a completely different person. I know, right? It, it's I. I don't know. Why is she the only character who gets different hair? Because she cares about the fashion. I guess. Um, yeah. And America. Uh, yeah. And she has money, which is a thing that you have to have to have nice hair and big hair. Changes. Also true. Um, yeah. She just screams and they're all like, not even weirded out by this. Know exactly what to do. And then do it, and then they run up, and it's like, what just happened? Unless, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, a the whole thing where she just doesn't even use a D three or have any other way to contact anyone. Well, the D terminal is is the text messaging device. Yes, I apologize. And she has to borrow Yoli's. Right. So she deaf didn't do that. I also, man. So I, I kind of wonder if if they just threw Mimi in there to be like, yeah, just in case you were wondering, this is definitely going to be a Yoli episode. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, so then Palmon sees that... Oh, wait, weren't you going to talk about something that wasn't Mimi screaming? Yes, I was going to talk about the part with Cody, but that happens later. We can talk about it later, too. Um, wait, which part with Cody? 
Um, well, the part when so there's the the tower Digimon, uh, Golomon or whatever, and they're talking about like, well, it's like, well, no, we actually have to serious seriously fight this thing. And Davis is like, I wonder, like, do they know that that digi eggs are a thing? Yeah. Again, we had this conversation last week, and I still think it's true. Like, they're thinking about them as dying and never coming back, but they—that's not what happens. They come back. Where Mun came back. I mean, maybe that's another reason that Ken is like nonchalant about offing these critters, is because though. He like actually knows it's it's a tower, so yeah. Oh, that's true too. Although then there's the implication of like, what if the tower being isn't a Digimon but has feelings and wants to live? They're still murdering it. Mm, that's too complicated for the show. That's true. Plus, I think golems uh, in the real world are not supposed to have feelings or emotions or thoughts beyond whatever one thing you give them to do. Right. But yeah, so, but I don't know why, like, TK and Hikari are just like, hey, when Digimon die, they become eggs. Yeah, they really should say that, but they're too busy not telling anyone anything useful. Right, they're too busy hiding out in the forest making out. You think that's what they're doing? Probably. Who does Kari end up with? Not TK. Huh. I mean, it's okay to have a fling. And they're in, like, what, middle school? Yeah. I kind of hope they are. I don't know why. Also, because TK's my favorite still, but... Man, he's he's kind of shitty in the sub, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, in the dub, they, like, they made him less smug and shitty. Yeah, which, like, that's what I grew up with, so I still... I I have a crush on TK. A little baby crush. Plus, he has no character, basically, so... (laughs) You can just project whatever character you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's perfect. Cody is worse, but Cody also is a child child, so... Cody Cody is bad. Um, But yeah, because, like... So there's that point where Davis is like, no, we have to consider fighting this Digimon seriously. And you're always like, well, no, we gotta, we can't. We, we we just need to try to do the thing better. And Cody's like, yeah, we need to do that. And then Davis is like, but, but no, that's not working. And then Yoli kind of starts to find her resolve that in this situation, sometimes fighting seriously in the intentions of maybe defeating or destroying this Digimon has to be the solution. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the message is because Gilly's like, there must be a non-violent solution, but then they do have to murder the shit out of this thing, so... So the show's saying, like, sometimes it's okay to kill things. It's okay to kill things if they aren't human or Digimon, and Digimon are are slaves anyway, so... Mm. It's fine, you guys. They're like sub subhuman, and that's mm, okay. No, I don't think that's what they were going for. Well, it's what they're doing. I 
I mean, I think what they were going for is sometimes the difficult choice needs to be made. Sometimes the difficult choice of killing something needs to be made. I mean, I think you can leave off the killing part and it'd still be fine. But that's what they're doing. They're definitely killing something. I I don't know if you can kill an inanimate tower. Well, nobody's even tried, like, talking to it. It Mostly it says, ah, and grr, and stuff. But it does say its attack name. So it's at least capable of speaking. But all Digimon say their attack name. I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like, it actually says some, all other Digimon are sentient, though. They don't have non-sentient Digimon that we've seen. I guess... So it's speaking in the language of the Digimon. Seems like there's a potential there for sentience. Maybe, but I feel like they, you know, because they were making a big fuss about like this, the city being destroyed and stuff. I feel like if he had anything to say, he would have quipped in something there. Maybe. I mean, he was just made, so he's kind of a baby right now. Very well coordinated baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh also I'm not sure how I feel about Palmon assuming that this is a human, the witch. Well, she's the Matrix lady. Palmon's seen the Matrix. I sure, okay. But like she says only children can come to the digital world. Do they know that? Has an adult child think... couldn't make it? I, I'm not sure. I don't think... I don't know. She says that in the dub, which sometimes they just say things in the dub that aren't true. But The dub just sometimes does say things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But I also think... Um, so I think, kind of back to Mimi is here because it's a Yoli episode. Because I think this is pretty much the exact same character beat Mimi had to go through, just with different pieces. Uh, do you want to remind the listeners and also possibly me what Mimi's uh, experience? Mimi, Mimi didn't want to fight and like wanted to like not do that oh, whole thing, yeah. and then ended up getting that Digimon army. Yes, yeah. Well, for like an episode, yeah. Look, look, look. look. We, we we don't need to talk about like how the army didn't work. We're just talking about the idea of it. Okay. 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 Um. But I, I I think it's pretty much just like a, a pretty much a one for one kind of the same beat that they both hit. Because even during this, like when when they're waffling, Mimi's like, "Give me your D terminal. I'm going to message Ken and do something about this." Right. Also, speaking of, Ken should have told them that those needed to die because he knows they're going to come back. He knows they're going to be in the digital world by themselves. You know, facing these creatures, most likely. Okay, I, I give you that point, but I think the way the show explains why he didn't works. Well, in one of them, he says, in the sub, he says, we we wanted to handle it on our own. Well, no, he said we wanted to handle it on our own, which, yes, it checks out for his character. But also, like... There was, like, the thing that he said or was implied that, like, would the kids even believe him if he tried to tell him since he was just the Digimon Emperor? Well, they said that in the dub, straight up, yeah. 
So like I don't like I don't think if he tried to tell him it would have worked out. Like Davis probably would have believed him, but I still think you have to try. Like if you have vital information, it is your job to tell people and then try to convince them and if they don't believe you, like if they had died because you know if all those people in the city below had died because he didn't tell them that, and they didn't figure out on their own that that golem thing was not a Digimon, he would have been responsible for all of those deaths. All of those, like, you know, re... All those people being turned in, all those Digimon being turned into eggs. I mean, if we're going to play the if game, like, what if he was just already on his way, which is why he showed up so quickly after Mimi sent the email? still seems irresponsible to me you know for an eight-year-old boy or whatever like i mean super irresponsible they're normally very irresponsible so this is out of character i i don't know i think it kind of fits into ken's character flaws to do it this way well first of all i was being sarcastic about eight-year-olds being responsible i know you were i was just ignoring that (laughs) okay good times um I I think it's entirely within Ken's character to do it that way. Um, Also, so we've established that Armor Digivolving is not, doesn't end up with as strong of a Digimon as non-Armor Digivolving, right? Yeah, Armor is a level between Rookie and Champion. Okay, so... Uh... But um, Vimon and Armadillamon didn't evolve into their stronger forms, which would have made more sense. So I don't know if it's just maybe they didn't try it, because when this has generally been happening, there's been a dark tower and they couldn't. Or... I mean, that's that's not untrue, but at the same time, uh, Hawkmon. I mean, I guess if they didn't know, they didn't try. But I feel like I would try personally. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just force of habit because these armor digivolved way more times than normal digivolving. Well, and they kind of needed what's his face to drill the ground. So. Oh yeah, when they make a dam to to fix the broken dam. Yeah. Also, where did that water go? Because the ground was not intended to soak up all that water and just making we don't question it then that would be full of water how deep is the crack don't don't worry about it have some questions about that um oh we have questions about that but you don't have questions about using the rosetta stone to plug a hole i did also have questions about that like four straight little brick things is sufficient and no water comes out at all Yeah, I had questions. Yeah, I don't have answers. Neither does the show. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about this episode. It was a, it was a good episode. It had some flaws, but it was a good episode, and it was interesting. But yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think this is definitely in the the upper upper part of episodes. It's good. Um, Davis is is like almost a character that I would I would want to like if if he acted like this more. Yeah. Um, I still stand by. I think Yoli gets. I don't want to say most consistent development because I don't think that's quite how I want to say it. But like, I feel like the development that she gets is generally the best out of anybody else. Well, and she consistently gets development, whereas a lot of the other characters are just static. Right. That's true. Like, I thought, like, the the talking to the family was really neat. Yeah. Um, just because, like, we don't see that in Digimon. Not too much. Just Grandpa. That's true. But even then, I feel like Grandpa is kind of just there to give a moral rather than to actually talk. Yeah, because I feel like the family was like, here's what I think you should do. And then like the next scene, it's Yoli like laying in bed thinking about the advice and what to do. Where I think with Cody, it's more, well, Grandpa said this, so I should accept this as is. That's true. Yeah. Well, anyway. Let's see what happens next week. Uh, next week is uh, Joe Gross Evolution, or DNA Digivolving, and Peeldramon shows up. I'm sorry, what? Those were definitely words. You know, we're, we're the Digimon, they fuse, Joe Gross, fusion, DNA Digivolving. Joe Gross? Is yeah, not a the... word that I know. Was that one they used in the... I think that's just the Japanese word for it. Oh, okay. Huh. That's why I said DNA digivolving after it. Uh, I mean, cool. I think that's, yeah, that sounds familiar. I, I saw some of these episodes. Just not... And like, Impeldramon is the name of a Digimon. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm with you. Um, okay. Yeah. You you can not be with me. That's also fine. I mean, technically, I'm very far from you right now, but I mean, not not what I meant, but okay. Um, yeah. So, Atmon. Yeah, this episode. Um. Oh man! Finally, infiltration of the deep web, the mysterious cyber Kowloon. What's a Kowloon? I don't I don't know actually. I've seen it in other things too. Oh, it's an urban area in Hong Kong. Okay, because I was gonna say I have no earthly clue what that is. Man, so I was like right on the money last week when I'm like, man, the deep web is just like cyberpunk Hong Kong. Kind of, yeah. It's also very uh Tetrisy colored, but yeah, I mean, they made it look interesting. There are also giant, weird-looking creatures roaming around, eating people. Yeah, yeah, worms. Like, those are those are computer virus things. Those exist. Is that what that's supposed to be? like? Yeah, that's what they called it. Well, they said a worm, yeah. Yeah, a worm's a type of virus. I guess. It didn't look very much like a worm. I had some feelings about that. With, like... Well, I mean, it looked like a snail, but... <clears throat> well, the giant snail octopus thing definitely looked like a snail from Futurama. Um, 
but the little white, or not little, the white ones looked more like some kind of undersea creature with the, they had like a octopus mouth and some weird arm bits and yeah, I don't know. I, I was afraid after, this sounds silly, but I was afraid after I watched that that I was going to have weird nightmares about white sucker things, but I actually dreamed about spiders, so. Oh, so maybe better? Mm-hmm. I mean, but spiders actually exist, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, in my dream, they were, like, everywhere, and they were, like, I had to, like, be careful where I was going, and they were really, really big. Yeah. Um, But there weren't any giant white sucker things, so I was happy about well, that. Well, there you go. Um, I don't know how the inhabitants of this town know what humans are. Um, It's, it's the deep web. They can know everything, because all the information is there. You know, it's 99% of the internet. I guess. Us, you know, us normal people using the service web, we're only we're only in the 1%. This is like that thing where they used to say that uh, you only use 7% of your brain. I I think I I think this that actually might be based off some stuff though. I mean, like I, I hope th- so. The 7% brain thing is complete garbage, but yeah. yeah, yeah, the brain thing. But I think the internet thing's actually pretty true. Hmm. Interesting. Um, also not clear on why they don't immediately dress up as denizens of this uh, place. Because they're dumb. Thus, only the smart person of Ray does it. Well, if then he... Um... They're getting murdered. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but they're about to get murdered. And Hackman's like, "Are you gonna help them or whatever?" And Ray's like, "Why should I? Why should you?" Well, one because they're gonna die, and then two because they've helped you. Like, I mean, yes and no. I mean, they have they they got all the seven codes, and then they were willing to share it with him. I mean, I don't know if that was the case. He kind of just showed up when they all were there and then kind of just went in with them. Well, he, they could also have been like, you know, fuck off. You didn't help with this. I mean, they would have had to have a conflict to fight to keep him. The door's open now. He can just go in. But, I mean, Ray came down with them. They they clearly thought of him as part of the group. Hmm. Well, I thought they did that. Um, also, there is it Dramon that tells them? I forgot, but they basically get the if you die in the game, die in real life speech. They did. I thought we had established this already. Yeah, I don't know why they needed to be told again. Um, because I guess now the stakes are, are, are higher because they're in the deep web. Yeah, I guess. You're definitely going to die here if you die, guys. Like, before we said that, but we didn't really, but now we definitely mean it. Yeah, now we mean it. Before you were just going to kind of die, like, but now you're definitely going to die. Um, all, like, not involving the plot, but 
the version or whatever of the episode we were watching, occasionally through this episode had like a bunch of text up at the top and I don't read Japanese, so I don't know what it said. It was baffling. I don't even remember that, to be honest. It happened in a couple places, and I also don't know enough Japanese to like to have noticed whether it was the same or different. Or and I was going to ask you what that was about, but I guess you don't didn't even notice it. So, um. ah, damn it, Garrett, you got away with not what? recapping this episode. Oh yeah, I was I was going to see how far I could get. I mean, it's like. Seven in the morning for me, so I'm not sharp today. But you should recap this episode. Darn, I was hoping I could get away with it. <laughs> if it weren't for you meddling kid. Alright, so did you see, did you hear, did you recap this episode? Go. Alright. They go into the deep web. And they're like, oh man, Deep Web, we gotta do stuff. Um, the watch is magical and does whatever it needs to do at any given time. Um, Ray breaks off to go find his brother. There's a series of doors that lead to... Well, one door leads... There's a series of two doors. And one of them always leads to a dude eating. And the other one leads somewhere else. Um, also, the watch can magically unlock doors. Um, they And then a worm happens. And then they find Dramon. And Dramon's like, if you die in the game, you die in real life. And then Dramon just lies to them to bring them to Arena, because he's secretly working for L. And then the worm shows up, and then and then they gotta fight it. And then Globemon happens, and Globemon, like, cuts the world in half. Good. Good synopsis. Um, Thank you. Because I was... The thing that cued me off was I, I realized that in the... Um, synopsis that you didn't give and actually maybe this time too you didn't talk about the fact that ray is gets super upset because hackman finds out that his brother will no longer look like his brother oh yeah that weird hajime was the first to be digitalized but in this different way and i'm like oh okay sure i i mean i guess i would be probably just super sensitized to anything being told anything about my younger sibling who was missing and taken from me and all that but like i don't understand why he's fixated on he won't look like himself anymore like he's not dead though i mean it depends on what he looks like if he does it mean that he can't go back to being human that wasn't stated it might be implied right like, if they turn him into a dog and they turn him back into a human it just sounded like it was his external shell so to speak that was being fudged with i mean maybe just like ray's goal was looking for like his idealized world before everything happened and now that that's been shattered that's possible it's also gonna be harder to find him if you don't know what he looks like right there's also that which i feel like they didn't say he was just like no and he holds his face like he won't look the same yep um, and I did say that that giant snail octopus looked like something from Futurama. He did. Mm-hmm. It does, 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 does. Uh, and then, yeah, so then they're, Dramon, like, 
lures them into this arena and then turns on them. And yeah, which is a shame. I kind of like drama for a little bit. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, although he's definitely going to make it too easy, but then um, the uh, then Minerva just gives them an exit button and they leave. Yeah, well, that's after they like after Globemon like cuts everything in half. Okay, well, yeah, but I just mean like, and he's like, oh, I use too much power. Whoops. Yeah, but I don't quite understand. Like, first of all, uh, Globemon just kind of does that, and then it's like, well, wouldn't it be safe there because he just murdered the thing that was gonna murder them? Why do they need to exit? I don't know. And then once they exit, um, uh, Haru's like, we'll go back someday. And it's like, someday? Don't you want to go back, like, now-ish? I mean, what are you going to do in between? Is there something that you need to get well, better at? Or what is the... So That might be a meta thing, actually, because, spoilers, uh, next week is the recap episode. Why do they have a recap episode? So, I'm going to assume it's because at this point, when the show was airing, it was moving time slots. Oh. So, uh, you could probably almost consider this the season break as well. Oh, okay. Because then you're basically doing a recap to to current. So, so next week, spoilers, Fletch is going to be here. Oh. Yay. Halloween is maybe uncancelled. Next week's not Halloween, then. It's close enough. Okay. Do I need to do anything special? I don't know yet. I will let you know. Okay. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, so they... Globe Bond goes, whoops, I cut him in half, and then they run away. And then they're like, we'll go back someday. Far in the future. When we don't have fun things to do on the weekend, or I don't really know what. But Ray's still in there. Well, Ray's, yeah, Ray's just doing whatever he wants. Ray is able to not get himself in trouble. Yeah, because he's less of a moron than the others. See, Ray grew up on the other side of the tracks. He's he's the bad kid. He's hacking dudes. And he, and he got a mask, so he's just blending in. It's not like he's super, super much taller than all the rest of the people in this world, but that's okay. It's fine. They're wearing masks. There wasn't even, like, a store to get masks from, so you know that he murdered two two people. Probably. And or just stole from them. I guess that's possible also. Probably. I don't... I don't know. Like, I think this episode of Atmon was just kind of here... Yeah. I don't have that many more comments except just to mention that uh, in the Atmon data lab thing that happens after the episode, it's weird that they make Dramon seem like a good character or like a good person. I wish Dramon was good. I kind of liked him. Yeah, he was fun. Also not sure how he was planning to be super evil with his powers. Mm, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That one was kind of just here. It wasn't a bad episode. It was visually interesting, but 
Yeah, like the whole the like the deep web has a cool aesthetic. It looks like it's kind of neat that everybody's in masks to hide their to hide their identity. I mean, that would be a really uh, cool uh, Comic Con kind of cosplay. Giant black sheet and a mask is all that you need. Yeah, pretty much. Wouldn't be that hard to do. I don't know. It's a cool like representation of like probably if you're using the deep web, you're like your layers deep within security and like encryption and stuff so the like personified version of that would would be like wearing a mask although the masks seem to be all different which would then make it a little less uh no i think they looked about the same they all seem to have like the same basic design yeah but they were different a little different implying that maybe you still could tell some data apart at least which is true. So. Well, I mean, you could tell some anonymous data apart from some other anonymous data. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. That yeah, they weren't exact photocopies of each other, so it's not like impossible to tell which is which. But right. Oh, and there the was time. cowboy hat guy in the bar at the end. Oh yeah, I didn't notice. In the yeah, bar. Was, yeah, because like um, Draman goes to like this bar to tell how he failed. Ah, uh, yes, that's true, yes. Oh, yeah, I and forgot there's... about Cowboy Hat Guy. Yeah, Cowboy Hat Guy. He has a name, but I didn't write it down. Cowboy Hat Guy. That's that literally is. what they called him. I'm just okay. kidding, it's not. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, also, like, that's interesting, but just a teaser, and... Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything I, I else think, to say? I don't no, say. I don't think I have anything else to say. Okay. It was kind of just... Uh, the Minerva watch just is a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Which, that... I love Doctor Who, but it does bother me sometimes when they're like... Although, they, I feel like they try not to have it be too much of a... um, You know, plot door, plot device type of dealie. Well, I mean, when it doesn't work on wood, it's hard to use it for everything. That's true, yeah. Whereas, like, this watch seems to have no uh, power limiting. It just does everything. The limit is that they don't know what it does. Right. I mean, like, I, I don't think it's, like, narrative breaking yet. Not quite. But, uh... Feels like it's getting there. Possibly, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Alright. Yep. I, I continue to not know. I Like, maybe if, like... I feel like if it was maybe, like, Minerva itself, and maybe, like, it talked a little bit, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, just AI helping some kids out. But when it's just, like, silently doing everything... Well, and not even, in some ways, I guess it's a little unhelpful because, like, the doors happened, but Minerva didn't explain what they were or anything. Right. But, I mean, yeah, it's true. I I think, like, that one was more to just to, like, show the viewer that, like, this device is giving them the ability to, to like, break down certain walls to to perform their search. Yeah, I guess so. Because I don't think the kids noticed that's what happened. No. 
Anyway, it's pretty much an episode. You can find this podcast on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to things like a Twitter, which is riceball underscore FM. Uh, there's like a link to iTunes where you can rate and review this show, um, which is good because iTunes like just decides how good you're, how popular your podcast is. Um, there's an email at the riceballnetwork.com and all that other fun stuff. Yep. And this week's haiku is giant snail monster crush and smash with tentacles. No match for some light. Okay. Um, the Digivolution will not be behind door number one. <laughs> All right. And uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop.